ladies and gentlemen, football is officially back, and I, for one, am excited to see my J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets win another Super Bowl. All right, I can't even say that without laughing. There's no way that's going to happen. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, it is all football. Sorry, baseball fans. I'm sorry, basketball and hockey and college football fans. It's not happening today. NFL's back and that's all I want to talk about. So, Buckle up, baby, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to an exciting Labor Day Monday uh-oh, edition of Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. For those of you who are new to the program, our goal here is to provide you with all the sports news and information from the previous week while giving you some insight into what's going to happen over the next couple of days, weeks, months, whatever. If you like what you hear, find us on your favorite streaming apps like YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, and the Google. Wait, no. YouTube, I always mess this up. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Find us on all those apps. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me, and this is my show. You can also check out my new podcast, Big Spoon, Little Spoon. Uh, my buddy Jamie Grom and I talk literally anything. We just pull a random topic of the hack and start going about it. It's more comedical than this show. Is comedical a word? It is now. Um, it's, it's more comical, less sports. So if you're getting sick of me talking about sports all the time, you can hear me talk about a lot of other things. And trust me, I have a lot to say on other things. I just can't think of any at this exact moment. Uh, uh, so did you have a good weekend fans of the world? I think I did. I went down to, uh, ocean city, Maryland, hung out on the boardwalk, got some delicious fries at thrashers. And of course had to eat some good old mm, Maryland blue claws. Love me some crabs get a little old bay on there dip them in butter oh yeah i am a fat fat boy okay who's ready for football come on you guys gotta be everybody's gotta be pumped here we got a lot of football games this weekend and a lot to cover today so we're gonna talk nfc we're gonna talk well we're gonna do afc first and then we're gonna take a commercial break and then talk nfc but Let's get right into it. All right, let's start this puppy off by talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Well, really, we're going to start by talking about the AFC North, but we'll start talking about the AFC North by talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Uh, So the Ravens, of course, whatever they do, the offense is definitely going to revolve around Lamar Jackson, who, if you remember last season, uh, really took the ball and ran with it, took the whole team and ran with it, leading the Ravens from, well, Total obscurity to the division champions ending them the playoffs, knocking down the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not too bad. Uh, whatever offense they run, Lamar is going to be running the ball a lot, although they would probably like to see him improve as a passer. Uh, they did lose Joe Flacco. They lost Terrell Suggs. CJ Mosley's gone. Uh, they added, you know, Ingram and Earl Thomas. Although, again, you know, you're adding a running back. He's not really going to get that much, that many touches uh, with. Um, Lamar on the football. Uh, all in all, 
Ravens have a good team. They really do. I just, I'm not seeing them as the division champions. Um, it's a, it's a tight race. You're going to, you're going to have a tight AFC North, although we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second, but, uh, they're not the team to beat in this division. Not at the moment. No, that team to beat is actually not going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> no, the Bengals are going to have another terrible year. Uh, listen, Marvin Lewis is gone. You, for the first time in 16 years, you have somebody not named Marvin Lewis leading the helm of this squad. A lot of issues going around though. Andy Dalton is really has to prove himself. It's been a few years since he's been the guy for uh, Cincinnati. AJ Green is fantastic when he's not hurt. And by the way, he is hurt right now. Uh, and Joe Mixon's proved himself to be an adequate playmaker. Um, the other issues that they're, they, they face is the offensive line. Clint Bowling retired. Uh, John, Jonah Williams, he was their first round pick. He's already done for the season. Uh, yeah, they have Geno Atkins. Um, but I'm just not seeing much coming from Cincinnati this season at all. No, I actually really like the Cleveland Browns. Freddie Kitchens, uh, he has a fantastic relationship right now with Baker Mayfield. Baker's going into his sophomore season. Sophomore, yeah. Uh, so he, he, you know, there's that expectation that he might not ha do as well. Maybe teams will figure him out, but the guy was an animal last year, and I think he's going to be an animal again this year. He, honestly, he's the big factor here. Um, they did manage to land Odell Beckham, which is huge. And if they do win the, uh, the division, <laughs> that is going to be the main reason why is that Baker has somebody to throw to. Yeah. They also have more depth on defense too. Olivier, uh, Olivier, uh, Vernon, uh, Sheldon Richardson, quite a different team than the one we saw lose. How many games? Oh, oh, and 16. Two years ago, where they only win a few games last year, this is a totally different team. And talent-wise, could be the team to beat, but of course, you know, they have to prove it. All in all, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't really look quite like the same team as last year. Could be because they lost Bell, they lost Brown. Uh, yeah, they have Juju Smith-Schuster, who is... Definitely willing, able, willing and able <laughs> to fill the uh, the void left by Antonio Brown and his frostbitten feet. Um, but you also have James Conner, who filled the shoes actually really nicely uh, with Bell not playing at all last season. So there is a chance here that the Steelers just make a lateral year. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, I do think they're a fantastic team, um, on, on, you know, on the defensive side of things, they have TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, the two of them combined for 21 sacks in the last season. Plus they have Devin Bush. That was their first round pick, uh, who looks like he is going to fit in very well with, uh, the, with the rest of the Steelers defense. Overall, I think Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns have the best shot. Now I have them going 11 and 5, which is quite a lot, I know, but uh, I think they're a better team than the Steelers, Ravens, and the Bengals. Steelers and Ravens, I, I you know, it could go either way. I feel like both teams are either going to go like 10 and 6, 
Uh, Ravens could be somewhere. They either one could be eight and eight. The, that I feel like those two are so close, it's interchangeable. Cincinnati Bagels, I'm giving them like five wins, five and eleven. But uh, overall, Cleveland, I for sure see as being the team to beat. Now, if they do win, and I'm somehow correct, uh, they it would be the first time they've won their division since 1989 the AFC North didn't even exist then it was the AFC Central at the time and the Ravens weren't even a team either that's a very long time it sure is but with Mayfield Beck Beckham Miles Garrett you know I I think maybe this team has what it takes um without you know without Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown uh you know, with Mar- Martin Lewis gone and so many changes in Cincinnati and with the horrible way in which Lamar Jackson um, commands a football field. Let's put it that way. I just don't like the guy. I don't think he's going to last in this league. Regardless, this is the time for Cleveland. We may all be disappointed and they might only win like two games. But everything's riding high on this team right now. Let's move into the AFC South. And specifically, the Houston Texans. Listen, Deshaun Watson had a fantastic year last year. 4,165 yards, 26 touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins had 1,500 yards, 11 TDs. Uh, yes, you did lose to Javion Clowney, uh, which I'm still kind of scratching my head over what a horrible trade that was for Houston. Uh, but you have J.J. Watt. Uh, they drafted Titus Howard and Max Shatton. Shapring. Um, so at least that's going to help with the offensive line. They got a tough schedule, though. Listen, Houston's facing the, t- the Saints. They face the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Colts on the road in the first seven weeks. I just don't see them winning a lot of football games that way. I- I'm, you know, you lose Clowney. Uh, you do have some talented players, but Houston's not really a complete team at the moment. And, of course, we have to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, I did talk quite a bit about Andrew Luck's retirement last year. And, to be honest, that's the big problem I'm having about this. Frank Reich led the Colts to 10 wins in his first season. Um, Their first-round pick, Quentin Nelson, he made the Pro Bowl in his first season, plus Eric Ebron. Um, and they even brought in Devin Funchess. They added Spencer Ware, Justin Houston. They put together quite a football team. And if any other human being was going to be the quarterback of this football team, I would say the Colts are a lock for the division. Unfortunately, Jacoby Brissett will be tossing the football. And we all remember how that has gone for the Colts during the whole Andrew Luck shoulder kerfuffle. Um, if luck was playing, I would call them a legitimate contender. I do not call them that now. The Jacksonville Jaguars, meanwhile, did bring in Nick Foles. Pretty big move here, bringing in the uh, Eagles quarterback slash Super Bowl superstar. Um, the problem is, is I have never seen Nick Foles as a starter um, be super successful. You know, his two, the two seasons with Philly, he led them th- through the muck, uh, for a couple games, 
You know, surprised all of us won how many straight games to win a Super Bowl. And even last year, the double doink really was the big lucky spot for them. Um, but now he's got to run a team that's young. They are certainly hungry after losing to the uh, to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game just two years ago. Uh, but I, they're not really super loaded on talent. They had to, they reshuffled a few things this year. They did add uh, pass rusher Josh Allen. Uh, with the seventh pick in the NFL draft. I think that was a huge pickup for them. They do have Leonard Fournette, who looks like he wants to erase what happened last season and go back to how he was two years ago when he was literally unstoppable. People seem to forget about Leonard Fournette. Uh, you also have Jalen Ramsey. You have Kals Campbell. Um, I don't see this team being a... Uh, maybe they'll come close to winning the division just because the rest of the division is trash. Um but they're not the same team that went so far in the AFC Championship game. It was a surprise two years ago. We had high hopes for them last year. They did not come anywhere near those high hopes. Nick Foles is not the answer for this team. I think he was a huge upgrade from what they had in the past, but he's not quite the answer for them. On to the Tennessee Titans. Mike Rebell. Uh, led them to nine wins last season. Derrick Henry, that dude is a bull. Man, he's going to be running the ball like crazy for Tennessee this year. You have Mariota. Uh, you added some veterans like Cameron Wake, Adam Humphreys. Um, Ryan Tannehill is going to be there for uh, backup purposes. Uh, who else? Um Oh, you have and you have the the young guys they drafted too, AJ Brown, um, and you have Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, Simmons is come is uh, he's been out with an ACL tear, uh, but he'll I'm sure he'll be able to contribute uh, at some point this season. I certainly think the Tennessee Titans have a shot at the division title here. Um, in fact, I have them going just about eight and eight. You know. So, uh, if the rest of the division, if the Colts do poorly, I could see the Texans, uh, I'm sorry, the Titans being that next team up. So, uh, all in all, uh, if I had to pick a team to, to win this division and it could go any direction here, I'm going to go with the Texans. I don't think they're going to have a particularly fantastic record. I think maybe they'll go 10 and... Uh, 10 and 6. Um, if they're really lucky, they'll go 11 and 5. But I don't see that happening. It could just as easily go with them being 8 and 8. Uh, because that's where I have the Tenant, the Tennessee Titans. I have the Colts kind of around that same area. The Jags, I have closer to 4 and 12. Um, but if I had to pick a team, like I said, the Texans are the ones to beat. Did you know that in the last 10 seasons, I'm sorry, 9 of the last 10 seasons, either the Texans or Colts has won the division. Isn't that pretty cool? I mean, it stinks if you're the Titans and Jaguars, who have been particularly bad during that stretch, but um, I have a feeling one of those two teams is going to be it this season as well. Alright, let's take a look at the Buffalo Bills. They they improved a lot this year, actually. The offensive line, uh, you got John, you, you know... I'm sorry, should I start that over? <laughs> okay, uh, the Bills improved a lot this year. Their offensive line's looking great. Josh Allen, second-year quarterback, uh, is looking fairly poised. Um, they, really, their their defense looks 
pretty good. Uh, they just added first-round tackle Ed Oliver. Uh, he's the latest addition to that group. Now, can they put all of this together into one cohesive team? That's what Sean McDermott has to do. Didn't really go so well for them last season. They were 6-10. and 10. They did... Uh, that was the season after being uh, the uh, wildcard team. Um, I don't think Buffalo has it. I think they're going to end up kind of around the same point they were last season. Uh, when you look at the Miami Dolphins, you know, you have Brian Flores, who's the uh, the new coach here. He's bringing some positive energy, um, and he's going to need it because this team, they look awful. There's no talent on either side of the ball, whether you're talking offense, defense. Uh, your your best quarterback options are Ryan Fitzpatrick, who uh, has never really been super effective as a long-term starter. Um, but he does have a lot of magic. It's mostly in the beard. You know, he's got to keep that beard. Uh, and then you have Josh Rosen, who was basically kicked out in, after one season in Arizona, uh, in favor of Kyler Murray. So Miami, I think they're going to take a step backwards this season. Hopefully it's, yeah, hopefully it's for the best, but, uh, I, I don't think you're going to see much from them. Oh, oh, we're we're going. Okay, we're still going. We got the Patriots to go to talk about. Um, okay, what? I don't even know where to start with this team. Uh, the Patriots, of course, look totally stacked. Uh, but they did lose Trey Flowers. They lost Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Um, you know, everybody's clamoring that they lost Gronkowski. Really, the guy has been an over over uh overblown blocker the last two seasons. He he hasn't really produced all that much for the Patriots. He was huge in that Super Bowl game, for sure. Uh, of course, I, I hate to say it, but there aren't many good teams in the NFL right now, and the Patriots are the most solid. I would not be surprised if, once again, they take home the division and, once again, become Super Bowl champions. It makes me sick to my stomach to say it. I hope Tom Brady... Uh, just retires and can live a long, happy life in total silence away from the football world. I don't want him to go the uh, Tony Romo route because I really don't like the guy and I don't want to start liking him like I do Tony Romo. So there you go. Uh, of uh, That's just it. It's going to be Patriots once again by the looks of it. The team I really want to talk about, though, is the New York Jets. They brought in Adam Gase to coach this team. He's an offensive-minded coach. Sam Darnold had a pretty darn good rookie season, especially the last month of it where he was healthy and he was basically the second-best player in football behind Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck now being retired. Maybe there's room for Darnold to be the best player in football. I don't know. Uh, either way, everybody seems to think that the Jets are going to be the next big team in the AFC nor uh, the AFC East. The book's still out on that one. But with Le'Veon Bell uh, helping out on the running side of things, Greg Williams taking over the defense, Quinnen Williams and C.J. Mosley looking good for the D. There could be a big jump for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, and Jets. Uh, they had a really weird, rocky offseason for sure, um, but we're going to look past that. And uh, us Jess fans, as usual, will look ahead to the future, mostly because nothing's happening in the moment for this squad. Once again, if I'm going to be picking a uh, division champion for the AFC East, 
It's going to be the New England Patriots for sure. Do you know that in the 19 years Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have been playing together? 19 years, right? 17 of those 19 years they've won the division. How many times did they win the Super Bowl now? Six? Seven? Four hundred? And I think they won the they won 10 straight AFC titles. It's been a decade since they haven't won the division. Once again... I'm going with New England here. Um, you know, I think they'll even have a better record than last season. They were 11 and 5 last year. That was their that's been their worst record in 9 years. This is a dynasty, ladies and gentlemen. This is what a dynasty looks like. They're the best in the game. It stinks to have to play them every year, but they're there. So, I'm going with the Patriots to win it. Jets could sneak in as a wild card team. Uh they could I I see them as being like yeah, anywhere from like Seven to nine, eight and eight. Maybe if we're lucky, nine and seven. Maybe. Uh, and then you have the Bills and the Dolphins, who will probably win no more than you know four or five games between the t- not between the two of them. Each one of them would probably win no more than four or five games. And let's move over to the AFC West. Uh, the first team we got to talk about, of course, Denver Broncos. Uh, Flacco. Uh, getting Flacco over to the Broncos is huge. I think he's going to be a. Um, He's going to be a big help for Drew Locke, who will be the starting quarterback. Um, they're they're hard hitting team. They're a good defensive minded team, and they're definitely a running team. Um, you know, I I don't think they're going to be anything fantastic this year. I think the Broncos. Uh, I I see them winning no more than uh, maybe five six games. Uh, so really not, not much to, to talk about with this squad. And looking over at the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember that whole thing with Kareem Hunt? Wasn't he supposed to be like the best running back in the game? Doesn't matter. Pat Mahomes is the man. He's the MVP. He's a monster. And Andy Reid knows it. This team looks great. <laughs> I, I really, I have nothing bad to say about Kansas City this season. I think Mahomes is going to do what he does. I think the offense is going to explode. Uh, um, defense, eh, maybe not so great, but they're kind of in a weaker division. You know, the Chargers are, well, we'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon. Actually, you know what? Let's just talk about the Chargers right now. Let's Let me get those highlights up for our YouTube fans. There they are. There's the Chargers. Uh, so listen, the holdout here with Melvin Gordon is going to hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's looking to go the Le'Veon Bell path and just say, you know what, I just won't play this year and stay healthy. Uh, I don't know if he'll be out there on the field. <laughs> you better hope he is because Philip Rivers is going to need him. I don't think his kids are old enough to play football. When they will be, he'll be able to uh, basically host his own team of just the Rivers family. Um, they do have Hunter Henry, nice healthy tight end to help them out. And defensively, between Joey Bosa, Derwin James, I think their defense looks pretty darn good. It's the offense I'm worried about. Older QB, your best uh, your best running back is nowhere to be seen. Um, you know, it. I that this is why I think it's going to be a close division. I think the Chargers have a great defense. The Chiefs have a great offense. Either one of them could win the division. There's also the Oakland Raiders to discuss, though, and why don't we go over to them? For those of you who have been watching Hard Knocks, you're probably already familiar with the many, many changes happening over the Raiders. First off, six new 
offensive starters. That includes Antonio Brown and running back Josh Jacobs. Six new defensive starters, including Clellan Farrell, Farrell and uh, Jonathan Abram. Are all these guys going to click on the field? Mm, probably not. I think they're going to improve. I think the Raiders are going to look better this year. But uh, I see them as being closer in record to the Broncos and less in record to the Chiefs and Chargers. Now, I've seen a number of people predicting that the Chiefs are going to go like 14-2, and two, which is a redonkulous prediction. At most, I'm seeing 12 wins for this team. Chargers, like I said, I 10-11-12, they could win the division. Um, they're, they're primed to be a playoff team for sure. Um, Raiders and Broncos, nah, don't expect anything really special to happen from uh, from either of those squads. But two-team race, I think it should be exciting. All right, friends, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk the NFC side of things. So stay with us. We'll, we'll get some popcorn, maybe a beer or a non-alcoholic beverage if you'd prefer it. Do you prefer it? It's okay if you do. It's cool. No, I, I won't judge you. I'm not going to judge. Whitey Ford over here might judge, but I'm not going to judge you. Stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports. We are going to be right back. Hey everybody, it is Jamie Grum here. I am just uh, trying to introduce you to a new podcast that I will be in with my friend Nick Drago. Uh, It is called Big Spoon, Little Spoon. What we're going to do is just pick a random topic out of a hat, talk about it, see if we can learn anything, and uh, just have a little fun. So if you want to contact us, see us, we are going to be on Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at wehateforks at gmail.com, and you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Look forward to seeing you. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, Thielen left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop, steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. 30. No, 10. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's a Minneapolis Miracle. Step on Diggs. And the Minnesota Vikings have walked up on the New Orleans Saints. It's a 61-yard Minneapolis and welcome back to the program. We already talked about the AFC side of the ball. We're going to talk about the NFC side of the ball. So uh, let's get right into that. All right, let's uh, let's talk some some NFC here. Chicago Bears are... Oh my goodness, Alexa, will you shut your mouth? Take a look at the help section in your Alexa app. I will not take a look at the help section in my Alexa app. Please stop talking. Now, she's doing it again. She's do- I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. If For those of you at home, she's having trouble connecting to the internet. And she keeps talking because of it. Are you done? Can I go now? Thank you. 
So, Chicago Bears added some new pieces to help out Mitch Trubisky, including running back Jordan Howard. Oh, no, no, wait. I'm, wow, I'm stupid. Running back Jordan Howard is not on the team anymore. He was there last year. I'm reading my, my own notes wrong. Uh, no, they added David Montgomery and Mike Davis to help replace Howard. Uh, Cordrell Patterson is, uh, he's back in the division and gives Trubisky another downfield threat. Uh, their defense added Haha Clinton Dix. That is going to hurt Green Bay to see him on the uh, wrong side. They also added Buster Screen. Um, Khalil Mack, of course, 12 and a half sacks in his first season in Chicago. They got themselves quite a uh, quite a team here. Chuck Pagano, he's going to replace uh, Fangio as the uh, defensive coordinator. I really like what the Bears have done. I, I think they could win this division all over again. However, uh, the Detroit Lions will be sure to stop them. No, I'm just kidding. The Lions have no chance. This is Matt Patricia's second season uh, with the Lions. Uh, they got Kerryon Johnson, who was very impressive in the seven games he played last year before that knee injury. Uh, Stafford's been around for 11 seasons now, and he still has not gotten a single playoff victory. I'm just... I'm not seeing it. Dustin Hawkinson uh, is their new uh, end zone threat. Uh, the first-round tight end that they took this season. Yeah, they got Trey Flowers, they got Danny Amendola, but um, I'm not gonna. I don't expect much traction with this squad. What I do expect to see is a slightly resurgent Green Bay Packers. I say slightly because I still don't. I, I I don't know. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great and all, but uh, this team lost some big names. Matthews, Randall Cobb, Cobb, <laughs> Randall Cobb is gone. They also added some pretty good. Players, Adrian Amos, Rashawn Gary, uh, Darnell Savage Jr. Um, they managed to keep their defensive coordinator, Mike Patine. Uh, you know, it, it could go either way here. The, 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 sorry. Aaron Rodgers, of course, being healthy is going to help. Uh, but the Packers, even with him healthy, just couldn't pull it together last year. I think they'll have a decent squad. I think they may even push for a playoff spot, but I don't see them beating out the Bears. The Minnesota Vikings, of course, uh, an enigma as usual. Listen, Kirk Cousins, uh, is, he's a really good player. Um, but even with his 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, Minnesota stayed at 500. They have Thielen. They have Stefan Diggs. Either one of them is a thousand yard threat. Um, I don't know. This team on paper, they look like they could be the, they could be a division leader. Uh, they could make the playoffs on a on a wild card, but they also don't look like they could make the playoffs on a wild card. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up eight and eight, eight nine and seven, somewhere along that area. Um, and as for the rest of the NFC North, um, I I've seen a number of predictions with the Packers, the Bears. You know, this being a two race, two step division, two team division, whatever you want to say. Um, I don't agree. I think this is the Bears. You know, they it was the first time since 2010 that they won the division last year with uh, Matt Nagy at the helm, Mitch Trubisky uh, coming into his own. Um, it was unfortunate to see them lose the way they did to the Eagles in the playoffs, and you know that that's going to fuel them because they had Super Bowl hopes, hopes alive, and it could happen for them this year. 
Uh, like I said, there's not many contenders. I could see the Chicago Bears emerging as a contender. But we'll see. Packers, I think, will barely uh, make it to the playoffs. I see them closer to, to the Vikings, 9-7-ish, and seven -ish, somewhere around that area. Lions, at most, five wins for the Lions. And let's look at those Atlanta Falcons as our, we make our way through to the NFC South. Uh, Falcons have signed Grady Jarrett. They've signed Deion Jones. They are locked in. And, you know, they only allowed... 26.4 points per game last season. Uh, I'm sorry. They only allowed. They allowed. That's not good. 25. Sorry. They're 25th in the NFL. I, I can't read notes today. Um, they had the 25th best defense in the NFL. That's really bad, actually. 26.4 points per game is, is not good. Uh, they have a lot of healthy teammates now. The one wild card is Julio, Julio Jones. Will they re-sign him to a contract? I don't know. But uh, I see the Falcons as at least being a contender for this division. If not, uh, well, they're definitely not the division leader. Oh, we're going to get to them for sure. The uh, Carolina Panthers. It's not them either. Um, I don't know what... Cam Newton's shoulder looks terrible. He doesn't look that great. Uh, this team is just falling apart. Um, they're trying to change up the defense a little bit. They're a lot of conf lot of concerns uh, with their defense. A lot of concerns with their offense. Um, if the Panthers go to 500, I would be surprised. I, you know, Cam's big problem is they were never able to surround him with pieces, and that continues to be his problem. Although this year, he indeed could also be part of that problem. Uh, looking at the Saints. Now, this is the team that I think I think is most likely to win this. Hello, Wire. Get out of my way. Uh, is most likely to win this division. Now, they did lose a lot of players. Mark Ingram, Ben Watson, Alex Okafer, Ben Watson... They were aggressive, though, in free agency and uh, added some some uh, great players to uh, maybe help Drew Brees get this team to the playoffs. Now, he was also part of the problem last season. Brees did not look good the last few games of the year. They were heartbroken against... Uh, they are heartbroken in the playoffs. I, I can't remember who did they lose to. Oh my goodness. If you remember off the top of your head who they lose to, please email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, because apparently I'm just dumb and did not write things down. Um, either way, the, the Saints are, are, I still think the team to beat, but that mostly is because the rest of the division looks terrible. And the Buccaneers. Uh, a lot of changes here for the Buccaneers. Uh, Bruce Arians, uh, is taking over as the coach. Maybe Janie, Jamie's Winston look will have a better season this guy's 25 years old so uh he's playing for a long-term contract here and uh i don't know maybe he'll look much better with uh, arians calling the shots uh this is really it's really a prove it season for the guy i think that uh, with todd bowles as the defensive coordinator with arians uh making all the plays um you're gonna see a better bucks team but all in all Again, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, overall, like the like I said, uh, the NFC South isn't really the uh, division you want to really talk about. Um, there's not much going on here. Panthers, Falcons, either one could be you know no more than eight wins. 
the Saints, I see them going 12, 11, 11 wins, 12 wins, and really a lot of it's going to be just being able to beat up on the, the uh, little siblings that it's going to have to play against. Tampa Bay, I don't know, two wins, three wins. Don't expect a good season, Bucks fans. I'm sorry to say it, but uh, it's just not your year. If the Falcons and Panthers did manage to surprise everybody and make it to the playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be overly shocked. Because at any given time, hey, those teams could really pick up their game. They have the players in place. The Falcons were there just two, three years ago. Uh, the Panthers have a fantastic quarterback in Cam Newton, who a bit might look good at times, might look bad at times. Um, it's definitely New Orleans, the top team in my head right now. It could go either way. And why don't we talk about the Cowboys, the NFC East in general. Uh, listen, people are going on and on. Zeke's not playing. Cowboys are going to suck that. <laughs> he has enough. I mean, he has a lot to do with that team's offense, for sure. But you still have Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper to look out for. Those two connected like crazy last season. I hate to say it, but the Cowboys look like the best team in the East. Eagles look pretty good, too. It's a two-horse race, in my opinion. Um, they got great ball control. They're explosive. Kellen Moore's going to be calling the shots this year. Uh, they have a very talented group of linebackers, um, including Leighton Vander, Leighton Vander-esque and uh, Jalen Smith. Both of them are going to be making a lot of plays. Listen, they were the hottest team last year towards the end of the season. I think they're going to continue being that hottest team this year. So spicy, hot, 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 and spicy. All right, let's talk Giants. To be perfectly honest with you, I can't even think about the Giants without scratching my head. I mean, so many weird moves this season. Uh, they lost Beckham. They lost Vernon. They lost Landon Collins. Uh, they have Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley could potentially run this offense. Uh, Sterling Shepard, um, of course, is going to help big time uh, in the receptions category. So will Evan Ingram. Uh, when Golden Tate is done with his suspension in four games, yeah, Eli Manning has some players to throw to if Eli Manning's even the starter. Hopefully it'll be Daniel Jones because these actually look pretty good and Manning can finally just retire. Sit back. And sip some drinks on the beach with man with your brother Peyton. Hell, maybe you guys could do a commercial together. Nationwide is on your side. That's the one they do, right? All right, Eagles. Like I said, they are the other team in this division that I think could win this division. They are loaded offensively in in almost every category. Uh, their defense looks great. There is one thing that will hold this team back. And it's Carson Wentz. The guy has never played a healthy season, whether it be in the pros, whether it be in college. He needs to play 16 dang games. Yeah, you got Josh McGowan. That's all anyone here in Philadelphia can talk about. But Josh McGowan is not Nick Foles. You decided not to spend the money on Foles. You decided to let him go. And it could very well burn you. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. But it could. You better hope that Carson Wentz stays healthy. I hope the guy's, like, taking injections all over his body or something to stay alive for this season. All right, uh, the Redskins. Do we have to talk about them? We kind of do. Um, listen, the big thing for the Redskins to think about this season is Dwayne Haskins. Really high upside for the guy. 
Um, he's going to get a good shot. Uh, he's going to be starting right away, you know, uh, over Case Keenum. Keen Keenum. Keenum. Kiki Keenum. Keenum. Do you love me? All right, I'm done. Um, he's got a great chance. I think that's the one thing for the Redskins to take away this season. Uh, don't expect them to compete. Don't expect them to win any more than four games. Um, just let's see what this guy can do. Maybe he could help them be competitive in a few years. Uh, when you're looking at this division, I also see the Giants only winning like four games if they're lucky. Dallas and Eagles, it could be either one of them. 12, you know, I'm seeing 12 and four, maybe an 11 and five season from one or the other. I'm really excited to see the two play each other this year. Um, so that's, to me, that's going to be the big thing. For the other two teams, it's the quarterbacks. We don't know where they're going to end up, how they're going to end up, and um, it's just going to be something for us to look out for. You know, three seasons ago, Dallas, they went 13-3. and three. Uh, Philadelphia, only two years from winning the Super Bowl, they have, they have a lot going on. Uh, they've shown themselves to be successful the last few seasons, those two teams. So, um, woohoo! Let's go. Let's see, uh, let's see some exciting stuff. Exciting football. All right, one more division. NFC West. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, lot to enjoy about this Cardinals team, except for the fact that they're going to be awful. They're in rebuild mode. Uh, again, this is one of those squads where just enjoy the starting quarterback you have. Let's see what Kyler Murray can do and start to build around him. It'll be a year or two until the Cardinals are a, maybe a legitimate threat if, you know, they continue to build in the way that they can build. For the Rams, they're good. Hey, they're really good. Uh, they got Eric Whittle. They got Clay Matthews. Um, you know, they are adding to a defense that ranked 20th in points allowed last year with 24. So they really needed to improve improve what people thought was going to be one of the best defenses in the league. Turns out they have one of the best offenses or had. We don't know what's going on with Todd Gurley. Will he be able to play? Is his knee that messed up that he's basically going to be a shell of what he was? I mean, what is he, like 24, 25? I mean, the kid initially had years and years ahead of him. Now it doesn't look like he's going to have a very long career. Maybe L.A. has another great season. Um, maybe since Clowney's going over the Seahawks, they're the best team in the division now. I don't know. But uh, the Rams being the best team uh, in the West is not as certain as it was a year ago. That is for sure. Uh, a lot of moves made by the 49ers. Uh, they got Bosa coming in here. That's going to be a huge help at edge rush. But uh, they also traded for D Ford. Uh, also, wait, what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they yeah they traded for D Ford too. So uh, either way, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. This is a make it or break it year. You know, the guy won some great games with Patriots. He uh, turned that into a huge contract in San Francisco. He won a bunch of games in San Francisco, too. He did. Uh, now he has to prove it. He still doesn't have quite the team we want him to. 49ers still are in rebuild mode. But if they could win a few more games this season, you know, they have a good reason to keep Garoppolo around low. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, it made more sense in my head, to be perfectly honest. Alright, Seattle Seahawks, the last game, last team we're going to talk about today. Uh, listen, they look good last year. Russell Wilson is that team's offense, um, which is great. I think they need some more pieces offensively. Their defense, though, 
Man, it's where it's at. Yeah, their ground game is going to be awesome this year, for sure. They definitely improved the offensive line. Uh, they got your Javion Clowney to uh, help bolster that defense. And really, Pete Carroll, Ken Norton Jr., Brian Schottenheimer, they are going to work very well together, and they're going to make sure that this team succeeds. Uh, I think the Seahawks are indeed the team to beat in the NFC West, but the Rams also look really good too. So it could go either way. Uh, if Todd Gurley comes back and, and he's the man he was a year ago, then I'm going Rams all the way. Best team in the West. Maybe they'll go 10 and 6. If not, I think either the Hawks or the Rams will go, mm, let's say like nine, eight, nine wins a piece. 76ers, maybe they'll win six or seven. And then you got the Cardinals, who I will definitely say will no, win no more than three games this season. A uh, lot to enjoy, though. A lot of football to enjoy, for sure. But, um, hey, that's just the way the football cookie crumbles. Uh, now that we have all our teams assembled, uh, we're going to talk about some predictions for L Super Bowl. All right, all right. I know you're really eager for my Super Bowl predictions. <sighs> you know, from the AFC, I hate it. It makes me sick to my stomach, but I think the Patriots are going to do it again this year. I I just I got the disgusting feeling in my soul that they're at least going to make it to the Super Bowl. Will they win? They have a more likely chance than anybody else out there. They really do. Uh, I'm going Pats on the other side of the ball. Ugh. I there's not a lot of teams I like here. I think the the Saints could could get up there. They could. They always shoot themselves in the foot in some way or another. Drew Brees is getting up there in age, though he's not as old as Tom Brady, so I guess that's a non-factor. Um, but I actually think if the Bears come on strong this year, the way they did last season, and don't mess up and make field goals, <laughs> um, I think the Bears for the NFC could could make it. We'll see. You never know. A lot can happen between now and then. But, hey... That's, uh, that's where I got to say about that. All right. So, ugh, Patriots, gross. That's okay. Uh, college football started this past weekend. We're going to talk about uh, some of the top teams, uh, top games from this weekend, where the uh, top 25 went, is, was, and who cares. And then uh, we're going to wrap this baby up. All right. Stick with us. Sports, sports, sports. We're going to be right back. Has this ever happened to you? You're out late, maybe you're having a little bit of fun, maybe there's a cute girl over there, and you look down and you realize, I forgot to wear my pants today. It happens to me all the time, I swear. Well, do I have the product for you? It's Pants App. It's an app that you press a button and somebody comes by with pants, just delivers them right to you. He'll even help you put them on for a little additional fee. And his tip is really just zipping up the pants yourself. You don't even have to tip the guy. Uh, okay, that's a really bad idea. But you know what would be a better one? Your own idea. If you have something you want to advertise on our show, please email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for uh, some folks who want to promote their business. So again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. 
one and over for a fastball. And they go right center field. The first one in the Phillies uniform is a bomb into the second deck for Bryce Harper. And the Phillies lead it 7-4. Ladies and gentlemen, NFL is coming back this week, but we already got our nice little dosage of football because college football has returned to us, and I'm very happy to to have seen it. Uh, let's talk about a few of the games. The Florida Gators just barely beat out the U, uh, 24 to 20. That was on Saturday. Uh, some other big games here. Let's see. Let's see. Cincinnati beat UCLA, 24-14. Um, UCF. Won 62 nothing over Florida A&M. Clemson, of course, beating Georgia Tech 52-14. Texas A&M beat Kansas. I'm sorry, Kansas. Texas State 41-7. Utah number 14. They beat BYU 30-12. Michigan State beat Tulsa 28-7. Wisconsin beating South Florida 49-0. Uh, Ohio State got a win over Florida Atlantic um, 45-21. Nebraska beat South South Alabama 35-21. Penn State beat Idaho 79-7. Washington getting the best of Eastern Washington uh, 47-14. Duke and Bama. Duke scored all of three points against Alabama, who scored 42, of course. Uh, Stanford, uh, number 25 in the nation right now. They beat Northwestern 17-7. Syracuse beat up Liberty 24-0. Iowa got a win over Miami, Ohio, uh, 38-14. Michigan getting a win over Middle Tennessee, 40-21. LSU beating Georgia Southern, 55-3. Georgia beat Vanderbilt, uh, 30-6. Auburn beating Oregon. That was an awesome game. Awesome game. Auburn looked awful throughout the first half. Um, I thought they were going to get their butts kicked, and then they just turned the whole thing around. A lot of interceptions. Uh, sloppy play on both sides, but Auburn, they were number 16. They upset uh, number 11, uh, Oregon, 27-21. Texas, uh, 10 points. 10 points. They're ranked tanked in the country. Texas beat out uh, Louisiana Tech, uh, 45-14. Washington State beating out uh, New Mexico State, 58-7. Oklahoma beat Houston, 49-31. Ooh, that was closer than we would have liked. And Notre Dame are currently playing Louisville. Notre Dame's number nine in the country. They're winning 6 nothing. Let's look at those rankings real quick. Obviously, they are not updated just yet. You'll get that tomorrow. But Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan, Florida, uh, Notre Dame, Texas, Oregon, uh, Texas A&M, Washington, Utah, Penn State, Auburn, UCF, Miami State, Mich- uh, Wisconsin, Iowa, Iowa State, Syracuse, Washington State, Nebraska, and number 25 would be Stanford. Of those teams, the only one to lose was Oregon, who I just talked about, although the, uh, like I said, Notre Dame game still going on. All right, with that, um, we're going to wrap this baby up. Again, if you like what you heard today, a lot of exciting um There's a lot of exciting talk out there about the NFL. Some exciting games coming up this weekend. What kind of games? Let's see the uh, NFL schedule. Uh, I'll tell you which game I would certainly go after. Um, Let's see. Thursday, it all starts. Packers and the Bears. What a great way to start the season with these two playing each other division rivals 8 20 p.m here on the east coast i am totally gonna watch that one 
Uh, you have the Jags and Chiefs, Falcons, Vikings, Titans, and Browns. You're going to want to see that one because this could be the start of something special for the Browns. Bills and Jets, division rivals going at it. Yes, I know I'll be watching that game because you could take a guess. For those of you watching at home, I'm a Jets fan. Dolphins and the Ravens, uh, Redskins, Eagles. That's another uh, exciting uh, division matchup there. Rams and the Panthers, Colts and Chargers. Bengals versus the Seahawks, Giants and Cowboys. Any other year, that'd be exciting, but the Giants are uh, pretty lackluster this year. 49ers and the Bucks, uh, Cardinals and Lions. And then you have the Patriots and Steelers. That should be a good one. Those two teams literally hate each other. And then two Monday games this week, uh, Texas versus New Orleans. Um, Again, rivalry matchup there. I'm sorry. Well, they're kind of close to each other. I guess you could call that a rivalry, sure. And then you got the Broncos and the Raiders. Um, That for sure is a rivalry matchup. But um, regardless, a lot of good games to watch this weekend. So uh, I'd check some of those out. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to you. All right. Like I said, if you like what you heard today, you can first off email me sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Google. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or not Instagram, Google. Oh my goodness. I don't even know my websites anymore. SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. That's me. Also look for Big Spoon, Little Spoon. You can email me directly through Big Spoon, Little Spoon at wehateforks at gmail.com. I'll answer all your non-sports related questions there. All your sports related questions go to sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Once you find me on one of those random things, make sure you, you know what I'm going to say, like, comment, share, email us, or tweet, tweet, give us a twitty, tweet, Twitter. That's a thing. It sure is now, bucko. Uh, So yeah, find me on all of those stuffs. Um, I'm going to recover from only talking about football this week because, you know, we got to talk about the pennant races and baseball and everything else. Next week, we'll get to it. Whitey Ford. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Whitey. We'll talk all about it. We will. I promise. Okay, next week, first uh, first football. Let's get into it. Football, baby. I'm so pumped. All right, uh, stick with us, friends, for next week when I come back next week. Thanks once again for joining us. Uh, oh, special thanks. Oh, my God. Did I totally forget that? Josh uh, Josh Woodward, uh, he did this song for the show. It's called um, Golden Sunrise and Johanna Drago. She does the uh, content design, le- uh, logo design. She did the edit. She did her background. Uh, can I go snort some cocaine? <sighs> All right, I'm feeling good. I'm just messing with you. It's just I promise it's just a wire here. All right, friends, stick with us uh, for next week. I'll see you all then next Sunday. Caw-caw!